354, Joey abandoned our fellow Americans coming up now on the one-year anniversary of uh, all of this, but they've turned the page. They don't really care, do they? Uh, now look what's happened to the Islamic Emirates of Afghanistan, and it's, it's just so sad. Now it's a safe haven once again for terrorist organizations, as we told you it would be. I mean, I'm, I'm glad they took Iwan's al-Zawari out. Happy about that. A great piece by Piers Morgan today in the New York Post. Why is al-Qaeda in Afghanistan? Hmm, interesting question. I'll answer it for you, Piers. They're there because they are now once again a terrorist safe haven. He congratulated the president and, of course, our great military and intelligence services for what they did. I mean, this guy was a kill killer. But the problem is, and nobody, you know, everyone wants to go on that big victory lap. There's one big, huge, gaping whole missing in the discussion and that is why have we allowed afghanistan after 20 years to, to get back in the hands of the same taliban that now don't let little girls go to school that prevent women from going to work to tell them how to dress full sharia law is in effect etc etc and and here's al zawari casually just hanging out on a balcony in downtown uh at uh, kabul and it was widely reported it's an al-Qaeda safe house. And now, thankfully, we were able to take the guy out. This, By the way, it's really cool missile that they use with this drone. It's it's the newest version of the Hellfire missile. It's a, it's a, a variant of the Hellfire family. And it's built as a precision weapon of targeted targeting for assassination, a specific instance just like this, when you know the exact location of your target. Anyway, it's it's the most it has its most distinguished characteristic in as much as it doesn't explode. It simply uses its weight, momentum and blade like appendages. There are four of them to kill. Now, it was first revealed in 2019 and it's been modified and it, it gets rid of the standard Hellfire's explosive warhead with a halo of six metal fins, not four, six that look like swords, and they're sharp enough to cut through concrete and steel on their way to a target. In other words, they can go right through concrete, right through steel, and then hit the target. And anyway, the lethal payload has earned the, the name, the Flying Ginzu, or the, the Ninja Bomb, within the de defense community. It's des designed to be launched from uh, unmanned drones. It's 100 pounds, and it deploys the blades through its skin while it's in flight, and one U.S. official described the weapon uh, as, you know, speeding, literally, you know, falling from the sky with knives wide open. I mean, it's this is a horrible way to die. Anyway, good riddance. I'm sure he's in hell with his buddy, uh, Bin Laden. Um, all right, so last night we had a lot of primaries, a lot of interesting primaries. We had Kansas, um, for all the talk about Roe v. Wade being overturned, overturned in the Dobbs decision and the impact on 2022, Kansas is probably the perfect case in point that all of the fear tactics, all of the hyperbole, all of the outright lying that has gone on, that, it, oh, well, a woman's right to choose is going to be taken away. No, it's not. Because in Kansas, they proposed a state constitutional amendment that would end protections for abortion it's in their constitution so the referendum on the issue it's the first one since the supreme court decision the dobbs decision 
And what happened there is voters in the state of Kansas, they flocked to the polls all day yesterday. And while this referendum would have cleared the way for lawmakers to decide, not the Constitution where that right is protected, uh, in very strong numbers, the people of Kansas voted to keep the constitutional provision that allows abortion to be legal in Kansas. They rejected, in that sense, any opportunity for the legislature in Kansas to restrict abortion in that state. And everybody was thinking that that would never happen. Anyway, so if you look at the numbers, I mean, it was like 63, 38 the last time I looked. I don't know what the final numbers were. Um, so that was just one of the, the, the big races we were watching last night. Uh, in Michigan, I think we may have a rising star here. Well, I've heard from a lot of people. I don't know her. But conservative commentator Tudor Dixon won the support of President Trump. And she got the nomination to challenge Governor Whitless Whitmer in November. So that's going to be interesting to watch. In Missouri, the president decided at the end of the day that either Eric Greitens or Schmidt would be, you know, good for the state. So, but Eric Schmidt run it, uh, won this by a pretty big margin in that state. It was a great night for Donald Trump. We'll get to that in a second. Um, when asked by ABC... There was a horrible New York debate last night. I mean, Gerald Nadler was dazed, confused. He was worse than Joe Biden. His opponents are standing, one Carolyn Maloney. Now, both of those are incumbents, but because of redistricting, they're now in the same district, so they're fighting each other. And a young Democratic politician, what's his name, Patel, I think? Anyways, he, was, he apparently cleaned up both of them because they're so out of touch. They're both in their, their mid to late 70s. Anyway, so and and Nadler couldn't even stand for the debate. He had to sit in a chair and Maloney, by the way, this primary race because of the redistricting. Um, anyway, Maloney made the comment that Joe Biden's not going to run in 2024. Now, maybe she knows something that other Democrats don't know. Um, it looks like last night's Arizona primary delivered a little poetic justice to the January 6th committee witness. You might remember Arizona House Speaker Rusty Bowers. He lost his GOP primary bid to a challenger that was backed by President Trump coming weeks after Bowers delivered his testimony before that committee. Uh, I think next week we go to Wyoming, where Liz Cheney is behind, according to the polls, in her race for the nomination for Republican Party out there. I think she probably is already aware that her odds of winning are not high, and I think she probably has her sights set on a presidential run, either as a Democrat or maybe as an, a third party candidate to try and siphon votes away from if it's Donald Trump on the ballot in, in 2024. Um, so Trump made 42 in endorsements in recent primaries. And if you look at the figures overall, Trump is now in terms of the candidates he's endorsed, 157 wins, 10 losses. Um, and if you look last night, we, the attorney general candidate that he supported, the secretary of state candidate that he supported, uh, the Senate candidate he supported. We were supporting Brnovich. He supported Blake Masters. We'll now support Masters in his effort out there. Uh, and it looks like Carrie Lake, who had been trailing for a big part of the night, uh, came through with a with a really strong finish. Uh, but some of the vote is still outstanding. They've not made a call in that race yet. Uh, they did make the call in the attorney general race, but we're waiting for the Arizona governor race. 
Um, but it looks like Trump could have run the table last night when we finally get calls in Washington in District 3 and Washington District 4. It's hard to tell because their primary system and Washington just takes forever to count votes. But it was, any way you look at it, a great night for Trump. As, you know, when all is said and done, he may have ended up running the table. We'll see. Uh, so much from uh, the reports from the liberal media mob that Trump's political demise is imminent, uh, perhaps greatly exaggerated, which shows this urgency to take a one-sided committee hearing where there's no defense at all presented, there's no opposition voices at all, and they they only give one side of a narrative and don't even want to hear from the main principal players involved in the safety and security of the Capitol, like Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer and the Sergeant of Arms or the Capitol Police Chief. You know, none of none of those people actually got to testify. I mean, it was that's how one sided it was thinking, oh, we'll just hand all of this one sided information to the attorney general who's already politicized the Department of Justice and he'll make an indictment. That's what's going to happen. Well, uh, let's see over time. But you know what where their minds are at at this point, Democrats will do anything. Leftists in this country will do anything. They just whatever it is, they just hate Donald Trump. They don't want to hear about any other potential evidence, any other side of it, which is why they they bubble and fizz every time they hear his name or see his face. Anyway, so if you look at all the candidates around the country and in very key battleground states, Michigan, Arizona, for example, um, some fascinating results, all of it good if you're a Trump supporter. Uh, I think this pro-life amendment, it may be a, a warning for some Republicans, like, for example, I noticed, Linda, in your state of Pennsylvania, the Supreme Court, I believe unconstitutionally, has upheld the state's mail-in voting law. Yeah, Act 77, hot mess. Yeah, okay, that's a 5-2 ruling, and two Republican justices both voting no, meaning expanded vote by mail will likely be in place for these key races for governor in the U.S. Senate. But the only problem is your state constitution in Pennsylvania has very specific provisions that allow for voting by mail. And if they want to change the Constitution, there's a whole process for that. I believe this ruling is unconstitutional. I would agree with you wholeheartedly. And I don't think it happened, the timing of it with the USPS now having this new division that will handle just mail-in ballots, not to mention the fact that the USPS union endorsed Biden in 2020. So... Listen, I'm not against you can do mail-in voting the right way. Florida, I think, has figured it out better than any other state. And I think there's a way to do it right. Do I think that every state will do it right? No, I do not. Uh, But anyway, quote, we find no restriction in our Constitution on the General Assembly's ability to create universal mail-in voting, according to the justice in the majority opinion. Anyway, 5-2 ruling, two Republican justices both voting no, means expanded voting by mail will likely be in place for races in November. I'm not sure if they can appeal this to the U.S. Supreme Court. I would imagine they could. And if I was them, I would. And I would do it immediately. Um, So we'll see. Two more prominent New York representatives joined the list of Democrats that refused to openly support Joe Biden. and, And that came out last night. I mean, they're running for the hills. When Jerry Nadler... And Carolyn Maloney both say, uh, I don't believe he's running for re-election in the case of Maloney. Too early to say, says Nadler. 
uh, doesn't serve the purpose of the Democratic Party to deal with it until after the midterms. You know they're running away from from anything Biden. And this is where this this new candidate. I never heard of this guy, Patel. Have you ever heard of him? I haven't. I mean, but if he's going to crush Nadler and Maloney, I'm all in. I like anybody who makes them yeah, look but dumb. Then he's going to be that hard. He's going to vote the same way they would vote anyway. I don't I mean, know that. I mean, you and I have talked about this before. If it's in New York, you don't have a lot of options. You know, you have to run as a Democrat. You really don't have a lot no, of it options. It would be good to see Nadler and Maloney both lose. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. By the way, a lot of articles today suggesting that AOC is the best option for the Democratic Party for president. You have a Democratic strategist writing this. Uh, anyway, Michael Starr Hopkins arguing in an op-ed in The Hill that he compared the congresswoman to Barack Obama as fresh air that the Democrats need for their party, AOC. Could you imagine an AOC presidency? I, I honestly am getting sick just hearing you talk about it. It's, Can I, you imagine? Oh. These people are so unqualified. What uh, qualifies her to be? I wouldn't nominate her for, I wouldn't elect her president of her own apartment. I mean, it's, what are we talking about? The president of her, what, her own apartment? You sh- she can't run her kitchen. Have you seen her? I mean, have you seen some of these videos she puts I've out? It's frightening. Videos. What is right, happening? Listen, 